since it's morning for me being like good morning mm-hmm. and having you end it with like good night because it's night good night good night america yes it is <laughs> wherever you're listening from <laughs> good evening <laughs> but okay you said how am i feeling yes because you danny is fresh from a wonderful vacation with friends right it was great yes it was great my friend lauren put together a trip to cabo for her 30th and it was like honestly the whole time i was just like take notes like this is how you do it she like she, first of all she put down like a down payment so that those who were attending didn't have to put in as much for this airbnb oh that's so considerate i know and she also like hired this person to make us margaritas upon arrival oh so, so no sorry upon arrival we had like a drink already made for us to toast with and then magic I think four hours, there was this gentleman there who just made us the freshest margaritas you've ever experienced. His name was Miguel. We'll never forget him. And she also, we went, she like orchestrated everything, right? Like she also, she, so she's an influencer, a a creator. She's incredible what she does. So she gets some deals too. And she does this yacht for free. We, We didn't have to pay anything for the yacht. Um, Magic. That's like, that's the dream. Yeah. Sailed around, took photos, watched whales. Whales were prominent. They were out, like they were active out the entire time. So just from this beautiful, serene pool overlooking the ocean, we were just whale watching a bunch. Um, She took us, she orchestrated a group lunch at Flora Farms, which is just beautiful. Such a cool place. And then gave us like a champagne toast on her all I'm saying is like for it being her birthday I've never felt more like it was mine <laughs> those are the best people she's celebrating you guys oh my gosh I just and she orchestrated like our our pickup our you know from the airport to the airport to the place for lunch to the yacht like this big kind of like bus that took all of us because there were yeah. I think 14 of us total she just did such an amazing job. And then, yeah, the whole time I was like, take notes. This is how, if you want to have people, because it's also people from around the world. We had somebody from Virginia, um, New York, I, sh- I should say around the U.S., and New York, Arizona, and then a, f- a lot of people from San Diego, California, which is where she's from. So Wait, that's so cute. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I think that's something we should talk about in a future episode, but I know as you get older and you go through life, it tends to happen that you get more spread apart, like in terms mm-hmm. of space from your friends. But I love the fact that if you're really intentional, like your friend, you can find ways to come together, even if it's for a few days out of the whole year. But like now you have this wonderful vacation and at the core of it was just spending time together. It was great. Because the other thing too is it was a lot of us who didn't quite know one another. Mm-hmm. There were a group of us that definitely do know each other. But it didn't feel that way at all throughout. It wasn't like we were all in our separate little pods. Yeah. Everybody really came together. Every really, everyone really like, like not expanded their comfort zone, but it was just, <laughs> it was very inclusive. And I, it all, I, I think it also spoke to the love, admiration, and just kind of like light that surrounds Lauren mm-hmm. because people were like, uh, yeah, I'm traveling to Cabo from New York or yes, I'm traveling to Cabo from Arizona or whatever it is. And I was, it just, it, it gelled together so well that I was just in awe. I was, yeah, she, she did such an amazing job. 
I'm so happy. I, I can see you. I can see you glowing. And like, I was living vicariously through you and through your content because I told Danny before this, I'm like, look, I know you have a healthy relationship with social media. So like, you're not always on posting, but if you could throw a few videos and photos out there for your girl cast, <laughs> because I want to know how you're doing in Cabo. Were you guys in Cabo? You were in Cabo, yeah. right? And yes, I was like, you guys looked like you were thriving. And you could see the Man. love. That's what I love. It was love. just, it was so great. I, uh, I definitely don't take as many photos, but what was so great is we had a shared album from the get-go mm. and then people were taking photos of other people. So it wasn't just, you know, couples getting photos of themselves. And <laughs> there are some in there, of course, but like it, we were taking candids of each other, which is also really sweet. Um, yeah. So I, at the end of the day, when I looked at my camera roll, I did not have that much, which is definitely my MO. <laughs> and it's not the best because, like, then at the end of the trip, I'm like, oh, I wish I had some to look back on. Memories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I have the shared group album. Everybody came exactly. through. <laughs> You're like, yeah. thanks, guys. You caught the content for me. You re- They really did. And there were quite a quite a few content creators on the trip too so it was Ooh. like the shots that were being gotten were just... even better danny even better because you're like i don't really have to ask for the content but you're mm-hmm. getting it from me and you're making me look my best so i appreciate mm-hmm. the hard work you're doing right now and shout out to lauren and Devin. they have a podcast out called the d-lo <sighs> and i already listened to episode one i think the second episode it drops every thursday i believe and at 8 a.m pst i think and okay. I already loved the first episode. They talk about their ins and outs. I was laughing the whole time. I was like, yes, I totally agree with this in. I think that is so out. Like, It really is like a conversation with your best friends. And they recorded a, a podcast while we were in Cabo. And I was like, can I just, I just wanted to like come hang out with them and listen to it be recorded in real time because I really do love their podcast. So. Oh my gosh. Little, That's little so fun. For them. Oh yeah. I got to shout out your friends all the time. Yeah. Always. No, I'm I'm a bit like I think 2024 is also the year I've had so many conversations with friends where I'm like, we need to talk about our projects in line with that. I'm always down to like shout out a friend, put them out there because I feel like so many of my creative friends, I tell them you don't talk enough about what you actually do, (laughs) about the things that you create. I'm glad you're booked Mm -hmm. and busy that you don't need to talk about it, but I think we should all be celebrating and supporting, putting the word out about the projects that people are starting because I feel like 2024 is the year that everybody's getting to work. Yeah, that does feel, I, I feel that too. And I was talking to ER, who is now my fiance, which I think we've already discussed. But, uh, you know, it's very fun to call him that. As a 35-year-old woman, going from boyfriend to fiance is so fun for me. Well, so I magic. that person. And for, only for so long are they a fiance. Oh, well, exactly. You know, dep- depending. <laughs> you know? I mean, we will have but, several episodes about that, no pressure, but we will be going on this yeah. journey with you. He was talking about how excited he is for us and how impressed he is with us for actually starting a podcast and getting it from a group chat you know or an idea to actually Mm -hmm. doing it and that is I yeah I'm like I feel like that is the energy for 2024 of getting out of the chat or getting out of the journal or getting out of the manifestation and getting into like the actual actual doing Mm -hmm. and it's it's definitely at least for me it's scary because I'm like is this entertaining is this whatever but again I always come back to did it serve Cass and I and if it at least did that that that's oh, before we hopped on this, I'm hanging out with a friend of mine who's visiting and I was telling her about our podcast and about you. And 
how I've I've wanted to start a podcast probably for five years. I have mm-hmm. Pinterest boards. I have saved folders. I have talked to friends who have made covers for me. I've done the thing. But I told my friend why I really appreciate doing this particular podcast with you is because you got us out of that group chat. I, I'm going to tell everybody, Danny got us out of the group chat. And I think there's a scariness with vulnerability and just creating something and not knowing who it's going to find. But this is our little life hack for today. What I think shifted my mindset was when Danny, we started this and you're like, no expectations. If we run into a roadblock today, like if our mics don't work, if our internet connection messes us up, we will record another day. And honestly, I can't tell you how much that like reshifted my mind. Yeah, you're right. No expectations. We're here to show up for each other. And like truly, I think if you just set that tone for any project that you're afraid to start or not even afraid, but you're just you're not getting the thing done that you have in your vision board or in your notebook, just no expectations get started it helps open the just like the realm of possibility and then I just think yeah the first step is just sometimes the hardest and then you kind of get into a rhythm and then it's like gosh why did I either wait so long or yeah why why don't I break this habit or this pattern already like I, I feel this so often when I actually do start something that I'm like oh this is doable and I can do it and I feel empowered and I feel excited and it's no longer this thing that's kind of stressing me out but more so this thing that I'm like uh I'm really proud to tell people yeah my friend started a podcast it's like yeah we really did that and I know there's a lot of people out there that are like we should start a podcast we should start a podcast like we should we should we should and and ER and I were having this conversation last night during our evening walk and mm. he he has a hard time moving things along Mm-hmm. that's not always the case for me. Like I have certain check-ins, especially in the morning during my walks. I definitely do think about like, how would my highest self show up today, which I can totally talk about highest self in another um, episode, but that's a 100%. really helpful thing for me is just like my, the best, best version of me. Like, how is she, how is she stepping into today? Yeah. Um, and then how can I, what can I do to help embody that? And so we have a topic and I'll share what it is and we can just free form talk about it, but then we'll also give a takeaway at the end so that it's like you're chatting with girls, your girls, but then a little bit of insight and wisdom yeah. along the way. Exactly. Okay. So moving personal goals slash dreams forward. And I have a note saying outside of work, but that doesn't, I mean, I think that happens anyway. I think that's kind of irrelevant because I mean, sometimes we can definitely be, I mean, Let's, this isn't moving a dream or goal forward, but I'm definitely been doing personal things on the clock at work. Like I, especially corporate, being mm, oh. in the office. Oh, get all the get time out of here. There, yeah, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to a wedding. Let me check reformation for my address yeah. that I want to get. You know, it should be outside of work anyway. And I do want to say the word should. I don't normally like using should or shouldn't. There's this saying, "Don't should all over yourself." Which I like. I've never heard that. You teach me new sayings every episode. Today's is so. What is it? Don't, don't should. Over- don't should. Yeah, don't should all over yourself. But it obviously, when you say it, it sounds like don't should all over yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh-huh. cheeky, cheeky. That's what you did there. But I really do try to adhere to that because it's like I w- I can't get in this mindset of like oh I should be doing this or I should be mm. doing that or oh, I shouldn't. You know, it's like oh like let's let's give a little bit more breathing room there. Let's give a little bit more like authenticity. I feel like if I'm in these strict rigid shoulds and should nots, then it like totally takes away the magic that is life and its 
uniqueness and weirdness and free form and all that kind of stuff. So I really do think it, it works best outside of work because giving myself this dedicated time, like if I'm doing something during work, it almost feels like I'm trying to be proactive or or I'm trying to be productive. And like, that's not what I want when it comes to my goals and my dreams. I want to be intentional. And so I want things to be separate and meaning I don't want to do things while I'm at work, especially because like respect to my boss. I love where I work and yeah, she wouldn't get, honestly, she would not care. <laughs> She'd be like, work on your personal goals, girl. But regardless, having that intentional time and I have definitely had years where days, months, years just kind of pass me by because it's like I wake up, I work out, I walk my dog, I get ready for work and then I, you know, commute to work and then I'm there for eight or nine hours or whatever it might be, commute home. And then it's like, there's just, there's been no time. And even on that commute, it's like, I'm listening, I'm catching up on a podcast or I'm listening to music or whatever it might be. And I'm not really using that time to move myself, my dreams, my goals Mm -hmm. uh, forward. And so even just little things, like I have a couple of tabs open that are either personal, I have ski trip, I have wedding, I have just like a few grouped tabs, which yeah. like, shout out to Google group tabs. Those are, but even having those up there, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go on a ski trip. That's something mm-hmm. that I really want to do. Okay. So let me look, do a little bit of research today of like, so places that are more affordable or what the weather yeah. is like or whatever. And having these little things on my computer that I'm at pretty much every single day, it really does help me move my life forward. Cause otherwise mm-hmm. it's just, it feels so I always feel like I say this word wrong. Monotonous? Monotonous? Is the word, I think that's right? how you say it. No, yeah. You're saying it right. Okay, yeah. yeah. You were saying it correctly. Okay, I think so too. I think so too. But it's just, it can be kind of like draining and dredging on of just, I am this worker bee or I am this mm-hmm. machine versus a human. And I don't know why, but it just never occurred to me like, hey, spend some intentional 10 to 20 minutes a day. And then, you know, maybe I get this inspiration. It's like, oh, actually, I just spent an hour of my, my day focusing on me and myself and my goals and my dreams, like, and helping move that forward. I also have whiteboards around. Mm. I use those as well. So it's like, Steve Jobs. Yeah. (laughs) Did he do that? I don't know. I'm just assuming. I was like, wow, that's that's why. Painting a random picture in my mind (laughs) of you. I don't know, but there's some similarities between very successful people and how they spend their mornings and just their, their like humanness, like I said, yes. like getting dressed or what they eat or their reading or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like very attainable or accessible, very accessible things. It's not like they, I'm sure they were talking to financial advisors that cost a lot of money, but they also did very mundane things yeah. that pretty much anyone can do. So, And it's kind of their approach to those like everyday things that mm-hmm. people can learn from. Mm-hmm. And taking care of themselves and their mm-hmm. mind and their body and just like yeah. really taking care of, of themselves. So yeah, that was something that we were going to, that, that's our topic of the day of moving our dreams and our goals, our personal dreams and goals forward. No, I, so before we hit record, Danny had like presented me with two very lovely topics and two topics I think are incredibly relevant, honestly, all the time. But I chose this one because it just, it felt particularly relevant as we're like inching forward into 2024 the high of setting resolutions and goals is going to start like waning off it's something I think about all the time like making time for your personal projects and I think going back to 
what you said about how you feel like you would do it during work hours because it feels like you're being proactive and you're trying to make the most use of all this time. But then I think when you set aside time to do it outside your work hours, work hours, you're being really intentional and saying, this is important to me. And, you know, maybe I work eight hours a day, but it's so important to me that I'm going to find time outside of that and do something. I mean, hopefully it's not work, but it's time taken away from maybe your partner or your kid. That's the importance of prioritizing, I guess. I think it's something like I've been thinking about lately. I think this will be a little controversial and I don't want it to come off the wrong way, but something that I feel I don't know how to accept is when people are like, they complain about not being able to do something that they love or bring some joy or that they're excited about because they're like, I just don't have time. And I'm like, you know, is that true? Or are you just not willing to make the time? And I'm not saying, I, I understand people who are parents, people who have like really demanding jobs, really demanding home lives. Like there are so many different reasons, but I think that's the point is that we all have 24 hours. Honestly, I think if we really set our minds to, everybody could fill up their day and say that they didn't have time, right? But it comes down to being like, how do I want to live my life? I think we spoke on a podcast episode or just a personal phone call that we had, but it was the idea of, did I live today or did today live me? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, totally. you have control over your days. And like you said, eventually the days become weeks, become months. You have to start with the small changes. Even if it's adding 10 minutes of your day to work towards these personal goals, I feel it makes a really big difference. Because if you don't make time for that, then you do hit monotony and you wake up and you're like, wait, I've been saying I wanted to do that for like a year. And I just, I don't want people to go all that time kicking themselves and being like, oh, I should have just started. I should have just started. You should have just started. Then you didn't start now. Start now. I promise you there are ways to insert smaller moments of happiness if you truly feel like you don't have the time or capacity because I think we all have those days. I even text Danny sometimes. I'm like, mentally, I'm not here. My bandwidth is gone. Like, that's very real. That is very real. And you and I are big um, proponents of listening to when your body and mind is telling you that. But I also think, guys, if you could just prioritize a way of moving forward in your personal goals, I think your life will feel a lot more well-rounded. Is that the word I'm looking for? Whole. Whole. Yeah. Like you're pouring into all the different cups. But I I do – I hear that too, though, Cass, because, like, I also have been that person who – I am like, I'm just too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. And then that's just not the case. And then I'm in my own, I'm the only one who is in my own way, basically. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is is asking me to put my dreams on hold. Or, well, I, I'm sure there are people, I'm sure there's circumstances where people do that, but or yes. out, outside people are doing that to someone. But I have not really experienced that in my life with somebody being like, I need you to put this on hold so that we can accomplish X, Y, Z. Yeah. So with that being said, it's like, yes, I am the person who's in my own way. And I've definitely, I remember having this like aha moment when I was working at WeWork that I was like, I am putting all of my energy, all of my vibe, all of my effort into moving this company forward that I am extremely replaceable in. Yeah. I'm I'm so replaceable. And that's, and Mm -hmm. it's not like I don't have, I didn't, you know, I didn't have any value or I didn't bring my own unique traits um and gifts to the table but at the end of the day i'm completely irreplaceable i'm I'm completely replaceable and i'm putting all this into a company like i'm not putting it into my life 
Like you can't take that home with you at the end of the day. No, can't take that home. And it's just like now I really am focused on my partner and our dog and our mm-hmm. little family. And like, what do we want? What what brings us a lot of happiness? Because those are, I am irreplaceable here. Yeah, like, exactly. I, yeah, like I really, really matter here. And so it's like, then I want to put my love and my energy and my vibes into that and into myself and into moving our family forward as a whole. And yeah, it's just, I I think it can get, I mean, I think society as a whole, the conditions are so perfect to have us be these worker bees because also that that moves the economy forward, that moves moves money. (laughs) They they need us to play into this. Yes, cycle. yes, totally. And it's been st- structured in such a way that's just like you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you're already in debt, you work off to pay that work to pay off that debt. And, you know, it's just like it's kind of built from the ground up, I feel. And so to have this sort of mm, I was going to say, what is it when you start like revolutionary, like a revolutionary idea yeah. of like, oh, what have I done to pour into myself and my goals and my dreams? And the other thing about the intentionality behind it is I like to think about when we're talking about personal goals and dreams, it it's already making it sound like we know exactly what those goals and dreams are. And I think a big hiccup for people, and I'll just speak for myself in general, is and then I'm like, wait, what are my personal goals and dreams? I don't know. I don't know. And like that feels effortful. And I'm like, I'm already tired from my job. I can't, I just can't. So on my walks, I will think about things like, I'll try to find commonalities and what brings me joy. Or when I'm like planning my birthday party, I'm like, what are the three main things I really want to have for this? And I, and I think about it for like date nights. I think about it for trips that I want to go on. And slowly but surely, I'll find these common themes of I like nature. I like to be able to bring my dog wherever I can go. I like to have a little bit of adventure and I like to rest. So then it's like I can start finding these things where I'm like, oh, so nature might be important to me. Is nature something that I want to spend more time in? Is nature something that I want to get involved in? Is like, and I just start, I start getting very like inquisitive about myself and my life. And I start looking at it a bit kind of like data. Like when I do have a day off, what are some things I like to do? Is it just lying around? Like that that's can totally be a thing. Like maybe yeah. rest is really important to me. So maybe I want to generate rest for other people. Maybe that's something in like the wellness industry. Maybe um, I want to learn more about my sleeping, my sleep patterns. And, you know, like there, yeah. I just think becoming really inquisitive and seeing like, what's something that I enjoy doing just authentically or something that I'm like, oh, I do this kind of a lot. And then maybe it's, you could also make a joke about it. It's like, oh, I, I eat out a lot. <laughs> like, I, I drink yeah. a lot of wine or, you know, whatever. I like cocktails. Like, I like cocktails. Yeah. But then it's like, but why? You know, like, yeah. what about it do I like? And like, and then it's, if I were to say like, I really like wine and that is very true. Yeah. Um, then it's like, well, why do I like wine? And it's like, well, one, I like to use it for celebrations. I like to use it for winding down. So there's, there's definitely like emotional reasons attached to why Mm -hmm. I like wine, but I also really love learning about it. I love learning about where it's grown and the conditions that it was grown under and who it's owned by and the lineage of that farm. And, um, or I should say vineyard, the lineage of that vineyard. And then it gets into like, horticulture which I that, again that's mm-hmm. another word where I'm like that's that's where yeah, that's correct <laughs> I got I got I you on that one <laughs> that one's right <laughs> it's like now I know I'm very clear about why I like wine I like mm-hmm. wine because it is usually centered around 
community in some way, shape or form. It, whether it's the person who is like at a wine tasting, whether it's the person giving tasting notes or it's me being on the actual vineyard and being able to see people who are working on the vineyard. Um, whether it's a group that's together, like women celebrating women and they're just, they're just there for like a 70th birthday and they're all getting together. I, I associate wine with community and community is also such an important thing for me. That is like really community is like where I feel a lot of bliss. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, that's a very long winded example, but I, I just, I just think it's important because I think it can be really overwhelming to be like, what am I passionate about? Or what are, what are some personal goals and dreams I have? And then it's like, but what's, what, am, what do I even find interesting before I get to like yeah. the goals and dreams? Like, what are my values or like, what are, what's important to me, you know? And it's like, how do we figure that kind of stuff out in a society that I don't think, I think it's getting better about this, but I don't think it's very conducive to mm-hmm. people learning about themselves and like really prioritizing them themselves, their happiness. It's like, yeah, but if it's bettering the company or like, yeah, but if it's moving 100%. money forward or <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like yeah. apart from that. Also aside from our society, not be being conducive to that type of questioning, a lot of people are probably also conditioned not to think that way because then it leads to wanting things that are outside of the conventional things or outside of things that are kind of straightforward, outside of things that you can see clearly the path to success or the path to stability, right? But I think your example is so very important because my complaint with the I don't have enough time thing is also rooted in, like you said, asking questions. Like I think that is moving your personal goals forward, asking yourself, what brings me happiness? Am I happy? Could I be happier? Did I spend the day in a way I really enjoyed it? And I don't think enough people ask themselves that question. Like at least what I've observed sometimes where I think, like I said earlier, you move through autopilot and you feel this certain discontent, but you don't know how to pinpoint where it's coming from because you haven't asked yourself what it is. And then you feel guilty for either asking that or wondering why you're not happy with your current situation or guilty for dedicating time to something that's not quote unquote productive. And so when we say like your personal goals, that could also just be a personal goal towards happiness. How can I live my best life? I know that saying is so overused, but like what that means to you personally, right? What does living a fulfilled life look to you? And that can be like the small things. Like, honestly, I love little projects and I do recognize I'm in a very fortunate position where I was not necessarily raised in like the Western perception of you have to get a nine to five job. You have to buy a house and pay off your mortgage for like 30 years. I think my parents did a really good job of showing us different perspectives. Now I'm at home in the Philippines with my family and I try to like make lists outside of my work to do list of my like craft projects. I love a DIY. So last week I brought out the sewing machine and I altered these pair of pants that I had been holding on to for like three months. And it took like an hour of my time and it was just to alter a pair of pants, but I was so at ease I was like you know what today I got to work I got to spend time with my dogs and then I did this craft project which in the grand scheme of things I'm not sure what it affects but I'm pretty happy with how I spent my time today you know and then and then I think even having that moment of what did feel good about that you know like and, and, and sometimes like 
sometimes things don't really pop up for me. I don't want to force it. Like maybe sometimes something feels good just because it feels fucking good. Okay. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm laying on the beach and I have a lounge chair and some shade and I'm just chilling watching the waves, I don't, I don't need to fully dissect every good moment. I don't need to. <laughs> you need to know like what is it about the sound of the ocean? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Like sometimes things are just very lovely. But if I am looking to move myself, my goals, my dreams forward, then I do really want to think about like, can I find a reason why this was so enjoyable to me? And can I go beyond, you know, because I think you could say, well, like I did something productive. I got my pants. I've been meaning to tailor my pants. I got those done and I checked that off my to-do list. And it's like, okay, so why did checking it off of your to-do list feel good? You know, like I'm constantly Mm -hmm. just like really digging that thread yeah and to a degree that it needs to I I, I also do need to be aware of not doing that with everything or like or having that that awareness of like okay pull back like you don't need to (laughs) (laughs) you know too much now it's it's yeah (laughs) it's just like something scary behind the curtain like never mind I don't want to know why I like that um no like with my relationship I did that with my my relationship with my partner and so I'd be like this felt annoying or what they mm. what they did felt annoying why did that feel annoying and what happened is I turned the magic of love and enjoyment and like a simpatico or like a like a kinship into something to be analyzed yeah and it's like that that didn't work very well for me it, it, it really made my relationship like a project like it was data driven. Yes, it was data driven. It was totally data driven. I, I think I did share about that, which I'm not going to dive into. But I told my girlfriend, I don't overthink in my relationship. I overanalyze, and that's when she was like, "What's the difference?" <laughs> and I was like, "Data. I am like, I'm like really looking at data. I'm really looking at like this week this felt good, and this week this didn't feel good, and this week he annoyed me with this, but this week he didn't. So like, why? And it's like, oh my gosh. At the end of the day, like sometimes just get lost in a friggin' moment, you know, like, <laughs> it's just kind of like a, a delicate dance. Cause I remember having this awakening of like, Oh, I gotta start living life for me. Like I gotta start focusing on what brings me a lot of joy and then pour into those things. And then I got really good at dissecting things. And then it became, you know, too much of a good thing sort of. And so then it was like, now I was on the other side of the scale where it's like I'm way too analytical and I'm dissecting way too much. And so then it's like, okay, pull back. So you can have this balance of taking time to understand myself while also just getting lost in a moment. Those are talking about moving ourselves forward truly. And I've looked back on this where I'm like very much in awe that anything I set my mind to, I have accomplished thus far. Anything that I was like, I will be doing this or I will get this done. I have, I've done those things. And that's a really, really, really cool feeling to look back and be like, wow, she really did that. Like she really did that. And I'm not saying that to be, you know, braggadocious or anything like that. But like, also I say with my chest, like I say with pride, like I did that. Own the things that you have accomplished. I think as, sorry, as women, we like sometimes, like I said, we don't talk about the things that we do enough. And this is the year that I'm telling all my girlfriends, even, you know, even my straight male friends, I love you too. Like be proud look at what you've done because I think so often once you're on the other side of a goal, then you stop looking back at what you've done. You're kind of like, you checked it off the list, but you don't ever stop to look at it and be like, whoa, I did that. Mm-hmm. Yes. The reason that I want to bring that up is because now I'm with my partner. That's, that's when I was single. When I was single, I'm like literally everything I put my mind to, I accomplished. 
And being in a relationship, I, I was living in San Diego, just like a really quick synopsis. I was living in San Diego. My partner was living in Tucson, Arizona. That's where we were both born and raised. That's where all, most of our family and friends are. It had been a lifelong dream, like truly a dream, <laughs> especially a Tucson, Tucson girl, like living in San Diego. But I don't think there was anything better. Like that was. Yeah. And so I remember looking around being like, I freaking live in San Diego. Like I live here, dude. <laughs> like I would go, I'd go to the beach. I'd be like, I'll see you this next week. Like I, I live here. Like I am not a visitor. Literally. And that was such a cool feeling. And then as our relationship progressed, we had been long distance for over a year. And it was kind mm-hmm. of like, are you going to move out here? Am I going to move back there? Anyway, long story short, I moved back to Tucson and that was rough, <laughs> like rough, mm-hmm. really, really mm-hmm. rough. And then it felt sacrificial. Is that yeah. again, sacrificial? Sacri- sacrificial? That oh, one I can't back, but it sounds but like, like a word. Where well, It I'm makes sense. Sacrifice and superficial and just making my own word, but it, it felt like a sacrifice. We'll, I like we'll, it. We'll leave with that. <laughs> and it was really hard because then I... I, I had all this just ultimate freedom of being single and literally accomplish everything I put my mind to. I was mm-hmm. like, done, we're doing it. To being in a relationship and having a thought and being like, oh, this would be fun. And then my partner would be like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then that would kind of die down. Yeah. And so now I had somebody else to like consider. Well, I'll not only consider, but I could get. And not like dragged down because I mean, that's doing him such a disservice. Like that's not what he does for me, but it's like a thought could die. A thought and momentum could die because I would yes. share it and then nothing would really happen from them on their end. So then nothing would really happen for me on my end. And mm. it just, it would just like slowly yeah. dissipate. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, what? Everything that I wanted to accomplish this year, I have not accomplished. And you're the problem. And this is, I'm in a hell. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. And you're like, it's all your fault. It's your fault. And it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, it's not. And I really had to learn like how to, as a team, move our goals forward. So like my my goals that I have, his goals that he has, like how can I help assist you with that? How can I help, how can I help keep moving me forward? And it's it's something like I, I was saying that we talked about on our walk last night is like I am very good at moving things forward and I kind of realized that that is a, a role that I can play in this relationship because there's definitely things he does that I'm like, I can't do that. Like he'll, he moves our house forward. <laughs> He's like with all these house projects. I'm like, my project management is not in the mm, house realm. Mm, 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 it is not. It really isn't. And so it's like, he definitely does stuff to help us progress as well. And I don't know, kind of a very unique thing for me as this hyper independent woman to go into a relationship and then just want to blame him of like, mm-hmm. I'm not accomplishing these dreams and goals. And it's like, that's on you, baby girl. That's, that's on me. Yeah. Like I, I gotta, I gotta take accountability for that. So now we do have these walks and we do have these check-ins and we, you know, like with our whiteboards, so we have our shared goals of what we want to move forward collectively as a team. We have our own stuff that we want to move forward. And so it doesn't just fall to the wayside, like it's prioritized. And I think what's nice about that, and hopefully that's probably one of my takeaways from this as well, is because you opened up that communication, it didn't necessarily become every single one of your goals is a shared goal. It's just that you are both invested in moving each other's goals forward as well. 
right? Mm -hmm. Because A, as a chronically single person who's very hyper-independent and is something that I'm working on, I think that is a big fear, right? It's a big fear that your goals will become intertwined and then because you're in a relationship, I have to consider you with every single move. But it's like, no, you don't have to sacrifice that. You can still Mm -hmm. find ways to have your own personal goals. You just have to be really intentional about it. Before I forget, another thought that popped up that I just wanted to touch on when you were talking about how like you living in San Diego and you're like I did that because that was like such a huge goal of yours and then you moved to Tucson to be with your partner and it was a change of pace I also want to remind people that when we talk about making time for your goals it's okay for them to change or it's okay for you to achieve one and then the situation changes I think sometimes that can also be a block for people is you know we're all afraid of failure or we're afraid of not seeing something to fruition. Now that's a word I don't know if I'm saying properly. Yes, you are. I can try. Thanks, Ma. (laughs) Thanks, Ma. Look at us just vouching for each other. But I think people like get in their heads and they're like, if I can't see this through or like you don't end up seeing it through, then you're afraid to try again. And it's like Mm -hmm. goals change, things change. And that doesn't mean everything was a waste. You know, you have to allow yourself the space to evolve. Oh yeah. I think about like when people made a cookie, like the best chocolate chip cookie for the first time, it was probably pretty rough. (laughs) I'm sure the the process to get there, I'm sure. I can have these ideas of like, oh, I want to start this hobby or I want to try this. And I thought I wanted to do, I think it's called like needle stitching. I'm not exactly sure. Is it the one where you make rugs and you're like punch needling? You, that can be one. Punch needling can be one. And that was something that I was like, maybe I'll like that. But this one was more like, like stitch work uh, like it's like you have this um ring and you put a piece of cloth around it and you really tighten the cloth and then you can like sketch on it and then needle cross so stitch is that sure. cross stitching I, maybe I feel like people listening are gonna be like oh my gosh it's called this and you know what I'm sorry I don't know I'm sorry I don't know but it was that and I I bought all this stuff for it and I was all in and I got like an hour into doing it and I said no absolutely not I, I like actually really don't like this. And I felt so free from that. Like truly, I didn't care that I just spent, I think it was a total of like 45 bucks at, yeah. at Michael's and that I had all this stuff and that I had tried it for an hour and was done. I literally was like, I won't be finishing this. And that's completely okay. Like that's my wrists hurt. I was like, uh-uh, <laughs> this is, I, I, I see arthritis in You're my like, future. This is not aligned. Like, this is not it. And, and, mm-hmm. but I felt so free from that because I had this idea. I had been thinking about it for so long and I was yes. like, okay, go try it. And I tried, it. I was like, nope, next. And okay, cool. So I, I really do like this free space to just try something and not have this tied success to it. Mm-hmm. It's like learning that it's something I don't like is success. Think about if somebody was trying to yes. make chocolate cookies for the first time and they tried like, I don't know, Skittles. So that's that's definitely not what they tried because that's too advanced. But like imagine they tried Skittles and they're like, eh, like this, no, this is so yeah. bad. But then imagine they knew that and they kept trying for a few more rounds. And you're like, no, you knew from round one. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, I didn't you like knew. Skittle cookies. <laughs> I don't know like, if I'm a fan of Skittle cookies. <laughs> but no, thank you. you know, you try other things and you get to a point where you're like, oh, that's what I like. And I just think it's cool to have that that open space to just be like weird and not the best and be a beginner and whatever and just be like I'm learning and I think about it too from like a kid's perspective where you know they don't know a certain game but they just like try it with their friends for the first time and they just kind of go all in and and then I think sometimes they're like yeah I didn't like that 
and that's okay. They're like, they're not, their ego isn't tied to it. Mm-mm. They're just like, yeah, I just don't like basketball. It's like, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. No. And I always tell people, I, I count that as a success because I think it moves you closer to the things that you do like. So when I have friends who are feeling a little ungrounded or lost in work or in their life, I just tell them truly just try things, just try things mm-hmm. like either it'll be for you or it won't be for you but you will learn something at the end of it and just try things without Mm -hmm. it having to be like maybe your next big career move or it being like the next side hustle that's gonna make you a bunch of money just try things it's okay so the takeaway of moving our personal goals and dreams forward start with 10 to 20 minutes of focused attention on our personal goals slash dreams because it can sometimes feel overwhelming or vague and when we just focus on some time to our personal goals and dreams. It's empowering and can bring peace of mind. It's It can be ensuring that we're taking time to live our own lives in a very aligned way with our values and passions. I love it. That's a, takeaway. That's a really great takeaway. And I think truly guys, 10 minutes, I promise you, if you can find 10 minutes, even if it's in between, I don't know if you do this, but I every time I see memes about this, when you get home, but you sit in your car for like five minutes scrolling on your phone, mm-hmm. that time, use it to check something off your list or research, look into that trip you've been planning or look mm-hmm. into this new craft or hobby. That time, mm-hmm. you're already using it, um, doom scrolling. Why don't you use it to feed into something that you've been thinking about going back to what you said I think that was a beautiful way to end today's episode I really hope that people listening to this if you take anything away from this it's Danny's very tangible and doable way of making time to move forward in your personal goals but I hope you just approach life with more curiosity ask yourself the questions that you haven't wanted to entertain sometimes those answers are scary but You all deserve to live a very fulfilled life. And the only way to get there is by answering difficult questions. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Where's Our Intern, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can join the conversation by following us on Instagram and TikTok at Where's Our Intern Pod. And last but not least, if you really, really enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. It would absolutely make our day. Till next time. Thank you.